Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. You are listening to the Game Global Podcast, hosted by Kieran Callum. <laughs> Best advice ever. And today I have the lovely Harriet. <laughs> Hi. Hello, how's it going? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Thank you for having me. I'm good. And thank you for being here in order to have. <laughs> so, you have a very interesting sex life, right? I would like to think so. It seems that many other people think that I do, so yourself included. Definitely. So, talk to me. What do you get up to that some people would find to be very interesting? My partner and I are swingers, for a start. Um, I think that is something that most people find very interesting and amusing as to the whole mechanics of the uh, you know of it um, we're also very much into the fetish industry so and the parties and the scene and that type of thing so apparently this is not your everyday but as far as I'm concerned it absolutely is right so what interested you like how does somebody grow up and then suddenly decide you know what and just in case anybody listening doesn't know, a swinger is someone who actively shares their partner. So they will have sex with other people, the partner will have sex with other people, and sometimes you'll be watching your partner have sex with other people. And sometimes it's separate, it all depends. Yeah. So, what? where, did that, where does that come from? I am an exhibitionist in my nature anyway, and by default I'm a very curious cat. Uh, (laughs) if I say so myself and I met somebody when I was just turned 18 and this gentleman was into that scene and over time as I got to know him he slowly told me about it and of course I was very curious as to as to how this would go so I was then introduced to his long-term partner his girlfriend um, now wife And I was taken to my first fetish party at the age of 19. And I remember it so, so very clearly. Um, I I was in a showgirl-type style outfit, and I was entered into this party with a collar and leash. And that is how... Were you on the collar? I was wearing the collar around my neck, and I was on a chain lead. Were you, like, on all fours as well? Not at that point, no. Um, his girlfriend was also on, wearing a collar and had a chain. And so we were essentially marched into this venue in front of him, basically, like, we were pulling him along in a chariot, if you can imagine. And that was my first introduction to the fetish scene, the fetish life. And my God, the outfits were incredible. The things I saw have stuck with me for life. And I was 19 years old, sort of, you know, all doe-eyed, looking around at what was going on, you know, being sort of completely thrown into a new environment that I had absolutely no idea what I was letting myself in for. You know what? I loved it. So what was it about the fetish fetish scene, fetish world that did it for you? Was it... I'm getting a feeling it was like freedom. Absolutely. Freedom and self-expression. You've just nailed it on the head entirely. It is an opportunity for you to be anybody that you want to be. You can dress however you want to be. You can embrace your dark fantasies and live them out any way you choose to. If you're a man and you want to wear women's clothing, crack the fuck on. You you can. You know, I've seen men walking around looking better than some women, I will hasten to add, um, and just expressing themselves in the way that they, they want to. There is no judgment, and these are the happiest parties that you will ever go to they're like it's like a theatrical rave is all i can describe it as there are people there they're dancing they're smiling they're appreciating you for whoever it is that you want to be and it really is like stepping into an alternate reality perhaps a simulation where 
you can be whatever it is that you want to be. You enter that, you indulge in your deepest fantasies in any way you want. When the night finishes, you lock that door and you throw away the key and you keep the memories up here and nobody else knows what has gone on and a lot of very high profile people attend these type of parties it's a it's a form of escape um, and yes there is a there is a high sexual element to it because for example you have couples rooms but it really is a party where anything goes anything you want goes as long as it's consensual and there is a lot of respect you know at these parties i speak to the security sometimes and they're held at rather large venues and they never have any problems no fights no difficult situations because people aren't there for that they're there to express how why is that why do you think that is clearly there is something right going on with these parties and the fact that you don't have the normal issues that you get with your everyday raves well you know what's interesting i might have been to one maybe two of those parties <laughs> oh, really? one maybe oh, two really? one or two right uh, it actually is one or two but anyway the point is this so I've been to a couple, and one thing I noticed was I remember I was at one and I was talking to this girl, right? Yeah. And it was a girl I was attracted to. Yes. Now she wasn't attracted to me at all. However, she was still more than willing to give me the time of day. Like, of course. Ordinarily, like if you're a guy and you go and you talk to a girl somewhere, if she doesn't want you, it's like kind of just fuck off and leave me alone. Yeah. She was like, I'm not attracted to you, but you're another human being and we can still talk. And that was really, really, really interesting, you yeah. know? Like, the vibe that was there. People, i got a question. Do you think that part of the reason why people go to these things is because they feel kind of constricted by the world? And you have elements about you that you're not really allowed to express? Yes. And it gives you... Um, An outlet. Uh, yeah, that's exactly what it is. So, I think this brings it back to, essentially love and acceptance everybody wants to be loved and everybody wants to be accepted and, and fit in some capacity but love is acceptance and in these type of parties it is all about the acceptance they appreciate and accept who you are for you with no pretense and it is just like you say she gave you the time of day because she appreciated and accepted who you were with no ulterior motives and that's what I think it is about but there is, you know, that's the airy fairy side and the, and the lovely part to it. It is also at the end of the day, sometimes you just want to go out and party in your underwear and be able to, people appreciate what they're looking at. And if you want to get a bit cheeky, you've got that option. Define a bit cheeky. Oh, what, what do we mean by wow. cheeky? Because the funny thing is, I think you mean cheeky in two ways. I think you mean cheeky as in be a bit cheeky. But then I think you're also talking about the cheeks. All of it, to be mm. honest. All of it, all at once. Talk to so, me. You might be going there and you might want to have a, a cheeky flirt, a cheeky kiss, Ooh. a cheeky grope, Ooh. perhaps. Oh, now we're getting interesting. Ooh. And you might want to leave it there at that cheeky part. You or might. maybe, maybe you, might. you want to take that cheekiness mm. to the cheeks. Ooh. As well, in, in your words. And then... If you meet someone at these parties mm. that you decide that you'd actually quite like to have a taste of, if that's one way to put it. I mean, how would you... <laughs> your face. <laughs> how would you describe it? You know what? I can't think of a better way a better way than that. So, yeah, let's go with that. Well, let's, like go, to, let's go with Someone taste. you'd like to sample. Someone you'd like to sample. Mm. Like a good sandwich. Mm. <laughs> I can't even take myself seriously. Anyway, there are couples rooms that you can go to that are slightly separate, they are cut off. A lot of people think when I describe these parties to them, they think it's one huge, great big gangbang. It is not. It is a party first and foremost with the option to explore your other fantasies, your sexual fantasies, meet somebody that you might want to have sex with, meet two people you want to have sex with, meet 
Jim and Jane that you want to have sex with and you can crack on and do it. You have the option to experience that. And when you go into these couples' rooms, you will have, depending on the, the layout, which venue they have, but you're all together. You are next to other people, enjoying other people, what they have to offer, and you can have a wonderful time, um, whichever way you want, as long as it's what you want to do. Um, and the fact that you know you're, everyone involved is, is completely consensual, and after you've done that, you can either say thank you very much, I've had a lovely time, and go about your night, or you might want to swap numbers, whatever it might be. It, it's whatever you want to do it, you know, whatever you want to do. People say to me, what are these parties? You know, what can I expect? I'm like, it's whatever you make it. What do you mean, what could I expect? This party is whatever you want it to be. You literally can dictate how it's going to go. That is your choice. Is there, like, a sort of etiquette that happens around how you go from just looking at someone to having sex with them? Is there? Well, I mean, like, say, in a regular sort of clubbing environment, yeah. it'd be, okay, if you're going to get a girl into bed, sorry, yeah, yeah, most, yeah, most yeah. guys will be like, okay, so I'm going to walk over and then I'm going to offer to buy her a drink. Yes. Or I might ask her if she wants to have a dance. Then I'll talk to her and uh, her and her friends. The famous old contract. Yeah. Can I buy you a drink? Exactly. Can I yeah. pay you for your time? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Prostitution is terrible. However, I'd still like to pay you for yeah, your time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then you kind of hang forms. around. You hang around all night. Yeah. Hopefully they don't try and get rid of you. Yeah. And then at the end of the night, when she's really drunk and her defences are lowered and you're drunk as well and you feel more confident, then you go home together. Yeah. That's what kind of would happen in a regular environment. Yeah. But like, is there like, like I say, is there an etiquette around how something like that will take place in a fetish club, or does it just? come about however it comes about I think it naturally progresses with someone at the end of the day I've never come across anybody in these parties that is a twat putting it really really bluntly someone might come up to you they'll compliment you on your outfit you start chatting to that person again it's the same thing as when you're out at a normal club except there's less pressure there is a much happier vibe and there is no there's no threat if that makes sense because everyone is totally in control of what's going on and if they want to go into a room with you, they can. But if it's a case of, look, thank you very much, darling, I appreciate your time, but this is not for me, they will say to you, do you know what, I've had a lovely, lovely chat, have a really good night. And it's just the utmost respect. You know how you might have seen this, or some, some girls, you know, I've had this as well. Guy comes up to you in the club, can I buy you a drink? I oh, know I've got my own, let me buy you a drink. Oh, all right, all right, fine, buy me, buy me a drink. And then they think that they own you. And then when you say, look, darling, I really appreciate the drink, but I'm not interested in you like that, they then start to call you all the names under the sun. You ugly anyway, you know, and then just want to throw insults at you to protect their ego, right? I really hate that kind of man, by the way. Uh, he does most men. Uh, well, no, not not the ones that I entertain. Mm. <laughs> Latest. <laughs> uh, but you don't get that with these types of parties. There's just a much more understanding and respect that no means no in any way that it is it is said. And people, you know, I think it's I think it's secondary when people go to these parties. First and foremost, they go there to have a good time, to express themselves. And again, the night can go however you want it to go. I feel like I'm, I'm repeating myself, but it really is true. It's actually kind of like, I don't know if you've ever been to a festival. Many. You know, you know when you go to a festival, it's a, it's a similar kind of vibe. It's you like know, I get what you mean. Leave the world. Like, life is kind of annoying. Life can be shit. Leave right? your hang-ups at the door. Come yeah. in and enjoy yourself. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly Everyone's it. Everyone's a potential friend. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, no, I've made many friends from these type of parties. And in fact, when I go to some of these, these fetish parties, I have a whole crew that I roll with now. And my, my entire friends, you know, list, we're all into that. And we don't all sleep with, with each other. Some do, some have, some might, some might continue. It, it, it doesn't always work like that. First of all, everyone is there to have a good time and just enjoy themselves. And I can honestly say that is what we do every single time. Do you want to hear some of the acts that happen at some of these fetish parties? Because the party that you went to is slightly different from the party that I'm currently talking about. Mm. So, In what way? 
Right, the party Detail. that you went to, I'm deciphering, well, actually I already know the answer to this, but they don't. You went to a full-on sex party. Did I? Well, no. you did. No. You did. I would never dive in so far. <laughs> I, I would dip my toe Balls into the deep, water. right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, so I went to fever party. But the funny thing is I've also been to the party that you're talking about. Torture Garden. Indeed. <laughs> my favourite. I've been going there now for, what, nearly ten years? No, more than ten years. I forget how old I am. <laughs> but we're not going to reveal that. So... Uh, How old do you think she is, viewers? Uh, leave your answers in the comments. Go on. Am I going to get really offended if I see some of these? Potentially. <laughs> I think I've half given it away anyway, but hey-ho. Um, so, yeah, the, the shows that these parties put on are quite quite incredible and they really are as abstract as you can imagine i have a memory that has never ever lost me and this is from the first party i ever went to and in blunt it involved or in short i should say it involved japanese bondage a man in a gas mask and timberland boots and being fisted up to someone's uh, shoulder one more time it involved, well, in a cage, I'll hasten to add, Japanese bondage, a man wearing nothing but a gas mask and Timberland boots, and a good old fisting, a good old-fashioned fisting. He Were was the receiver. Fisted? No, I was not being fisted. I was watching this show happen, and there was a tiny, tinsy-winsy-winsy little Japanese woman who was fabulously adorned, I will hasten to add. Uh, lots of latex everywhere. And using very small, thin ropes, she suspended this man, whose identity you could not see, but i guessing he was slightly more middle-aged, a little bit of a pot belly going on. Um, probably actually someone who was very high up in a corporate career because they often are, they're the worst ones. And she had him suspended, and she starts lubing up her fingers and her hands, and so she starts playing with his ass. And soon enough, the fingers became fists, became elbows, and up to her shoulder. I mean, to be fair, this was a long while ago, and it may have, you know, completely exaggerated yeah, in my mind, but possible. I... Listen, I wanted to know where it all went. I was fascinated. Uh, by this and then she rolls out this mat that all I can describe are implements of torture and one went up and that came out another one went up and that came out and then the final one the <laughs> was what all I can describe is a big fuck off rocket you know like the fireworks are on a stick with a big rocket a firework up his ass. Well, I, I don't think it was an actual firework. It was obviously just a dildo, but it looked like a fucking rocket. Anyway, you wouldn't even want to give birth to that shit. Um, and, yeah, honestly, I've never seen anything like it. Well, he was having a lovely time, trust me. And then she sprinkled candle wax all over him, and he had a little hard-on going on, and he had a wonderful time. And he was very grateful afterwards. Anyway, if I've forgotten that, I'm so glad that I could share it you with you all. You should be grateful. It sounds like <laughs> she went to a lot of effort. Bloody Honestly. Bobby Jesus. All right. Yeah. So, so that's, that's a, a, a uh, one example of a show, but that's the only one that's, that's really fully stood out to me. What's happened to you in these things? What's happened to me? Mm -hmm. Oh, well. What hasn't happened? So before I was with my partner that I'm with now, we've been together for over two and a half years now um, I've been attending these parties quite a lot with my friends with groups now I'm quite a dominant personality you may have picked up on this and I somehow seem to attract a lot of the um, the subs uh, the men that like to be controlled by a woman it does help the fact that I'm quite tall um, so a lot of men come to me wanting me to control them I've had one guy come up to me and in fact I've seen him at a few parties now and we have a good old conversation he has a collar and a leash and his thing is being treated like a pet dog 
So he likes to be walked on his hands and knees, and and I parade him around, whichever I am, wherever I am, whichever venue, and I invite people to stroke my pet. And they're allowed to stroke him, give him a pat, tell him he's a good boy, and I drag him around, he's not allowed to sniff the wall there or whatever it might be, and he has to heal, and I, I parade him around. So that's that's one of the examples that, uh, that has had happen. Another party I went to, there was a, a man dressed as a woman. He had a fantastic red wig on, makeup corset, the knickers, uh, thong and uh, stockings, high heels, the lot. And he basically prostrated himself in front of me and he was into a bit more cuckolding really I would I would say. And I basically made him worship my feet. He licked my boots. I made him deep through a deep throat my stiletto heel um, and then I kicked him around a bit so I had him on all fours and actually what was interesting he, he was wearing a butt plug with a lovely little diamond on the end funny enough I have a matching one so you know we had a little giggle about that and I was pushing that further into him with my heel again he loved it I will, I will point out that I make sure that everyone was okay during this and they wanted this to happen and then I had him on all fours, legs spread, and he wanted me to kick him in the ground jewels. So I did. Gently at first, make sure that he was okay with it, or she was okay with it, I should say, as she, he was dressed as a she, um, and absolutely fine. And then I stood on him. I then so decided that I was a bit tired, so I sat down, but I had him, you know, you know, give my feet a rest. So I put my feet up on him, and he had to stand there, pass me my drink, um, slapped him around a little bit, you know, if my drink wasn't passed quick enough, that kind of thing. And then I decided to call it quits, and I said, look, are you okay? Was everything all right? Yes, thank you so much. That was absolutely wonderful kiss on each cheek and say you know what I'm glad you had a lovely time enjoy the rest of your party maybe I'll see you next time and that is it that's kind of how it's there so that's a couple of examples uh, there are other examples if you want to get really cheeky where I have maybe gone with some girls and we were a very attractive group of girls some of my friends and you've met some of them but not all of the friends that you've met have been to these parties um, and we might attract one or two men, maybe some girls, maybe the girls will find another girl, whatever it is, that, whatever takes their fancy. And we may all decide that we want to go and check out the couple's room. We might have had a really good time, we'd had some parties, you know, drinks, parties, dancing, and, you know, we decide that we want to go into the couple's room. So we'll go and queue up, go in, and we might just watch and have a wonderful time watching everybody get cheeky <laughs> or we might all indulge ourselves you know these like I say you, if you want to be a voyeur you can be a voyeur if you want to get involved then my god can you really go to town so yeah I mean stories upon stories alright but <clears throat> the thing is the stories that you told me they didn't really sound like you were sexually stimulating yourself although maybe you were so right. for instance when you say oh the dominant personality and the stuff you did with that guy and shoving the plug up his ass and all that stuff yeah. that sounds like stuff you'd appreciate on a psychological power level but that doesn't sound like <laughs> stuff that actually turned you on that doesn't sound like something that would actively give you an orgasm. That sounds like he would be getting the orgasm, but you're just getting off on, yeah, right? Hear me roar, I am strong woman. So Yeah, I see what you're saying. Mm. And there, yes, there is an element to that. But again, a woman's biggest sexual organ is her mind. Mm. And if you are psychologically in a zone where you're enjoying that, that power that is given to you, then that is a real, it's a real turn on in itself. It really is. And then you can take that and do whatever you want it to be. Now, I've, my, I suppose it does relate, although we're going slightly off topic, my partner is a dom. And you can't really have two doms in a relationship. So I have had to learn to be a sub. So I would say now, over the years of me being with my partner, I am now more sub because I've had to learn to be. Um, and an element of trust comes with that as well. So if you're taking it... So and you need to understand 
my, the two flip sides to my sexual intelligence um, as to how that would work. So if you are going to situations where I have been very sexually aroused, the best one that comes to mind so far... I mean, there's been a few, but again, this, this just brings it into my relationship now with my current partner. So he is very new to this, and I had to explain to him when we were getting together, I said, look, I need to have a chat and tell you something. This is what I like. This is what I'm into. This is what I want to happen. This is how I want it to happen. Are you down with that or are you not? And as you can imagine, as most of them say, he was, but he actually really is and he has taken to this like a duck to water so we went to a party and my friend brought a friend of hers along with her and very attractive girl and I had been we were in this room and it was almost like steps if you can imagine but like benches really long benches and I had been playing with my partner and I had been giving him head and then I had been riding him and, and there's people to my left, people to my right, you know, everyone's just having a marvellous time whichever they, way they want it. And then I stopped because I saw somebody that I'd known from another party and he is a foot worshipper and he loves to give foot massages. So I said, darling, I'm going to go and have a chat with him. So and I just sat on the, the next chair down and he, this man started giving me a foot massage. I, we had a chat about how he was and I'm sort of giving him a little bit of a foot wank and all that jazz. And Zoe appeared... And she, uh, I said, oh, Zoe, go and keep Dom, Dom you know, company for me, will you? So she sat behind me. They start kissing. He starts touching her. And then he makes her squirt everywhere. Watching that, I was just like, it was such a turn on. Watching him do the things to her that I know he's really good at and he's very good with his hands and I just, so I, I know that feeling and to see someone else feeling the feeling and you seeing them feel that feeling it just it's just fuels it anyway uh, he then said to me he was like look can can I can I fuck her and I was like of course so got a condom and they went to the another part of the room where they had uh, yeah, some space to actually fuck and I'm sitting here and he was the other side of the room and honestly the lighting for this was absolutely on point because she was almost leaning up on the stairs and there was red lighting coming behind them so they were almost silhouetted with like this red ambience around them and she's very petite and he is huge and he, I can watch him, I'm watching him fucking her from behind well this man is, is giving me a foot massage and I'm giving him a foot wank honestly, I was fucking soaking wet, watching him fuck her was such a turn on because again, I just know how good he is, and knowing that he is then giving that feeling to somebody else, and someone that I know as well, yeah amazing such a turn on and then afterwards when you leave that party and you go back home and then you relive all those moments together it's what we call a reclaim sex so it's basically you then you can speak dirty to each other about what you've done that evening but then remind each other who you really belong to and then you know tell them what you're going to do next and yeah oh it's incredible mind-blowing like I say, a woman's biggest sexual organ is her brain. And I that hear is a stimulus. You know, there's something very interesting about what you're saying, which is that even though this story, and I guess you've probably got loads of others, <laughs> but still, all of the stories you've told haven't ended with you having some sort of orgasm, which is interesting. So now you were watching your partner, your boyfriend, do all of yeah, that Yeah, but stuff. I got the orgasms later. <laughs> I know. But that's still it's very interesting. It's a build-up. That's what's interesting. It's a build-up. Because, like, if I'm going to go to a party, yeah. so to speak, I would like to... Like, for instance, let's say I was at a party like that. Yeah. And I was feeling the male equivalent of what I think you were feeling in that moment when you were watching your boyfriend do all of the great stuff to a yeah. friend. And, oh, my God, is his sexual god in his mind and all of that stuff. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God, yeah, yeah. Okay, great. I would want that to culminate there and then. 
So what I'm saying... because you're male and you're impatient. It is because I'm male and it is because I'm impatient. So it's interesting that, again, the stories that you've told me have been more about, like... Psychological build-up. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. You haven't told me a story where, which is what I thought you'd say, it's like, oh, yeah, I went there and I met three two guys and one girl and the two I was fucked in the ass by one guy and in the mouth by the other like the other guy and I the have girl got was those like, stories you have got I have got those stories okay. I have got those stories but interestingly those aren't the ones that your brain thought to tell me to start with so that no. would imply that the psychological cerebral stuff is actually more massive mm. it's massive there are look, there are some people that want to go to these parties and get as fucked by as many guys as possible and girls for that matter and you know what good for you that's amazing me personally there are so many different facets to it because I've done that and like I've been okay so I've gone to one party a proper sex party where I actually uh, fucked six guys and three girls in one night right crikey yeah crikey right Criminy. I mean, I went all out. Jeepers peepers. Listen, I had a wonderful time. Mm. I actually had a wonderful it time. It sounds like you had an interesting time at least. But yeah. you definitely weren't bored. Oh, you can't no. go to a party and fuck, was it, nine people? In total. Yeah, and be bored. Never. Like, you might not have had a fantastic time, but you weren't bored. Oh, no, no, you no. You weren't no. bored. I did. You know I really I mean? did, because I... What, whatever mood that I was in that day, I was insatiable, right? Mm. And it was literally, oh, yeah, just the more the merry I was having the time of my fucking life. And I was in control of everything that happened, and I loved every single minute of it, and that was, that was epic. That really was. But I've done those. I've done that. And the thing is, you always have to push, push the boundaries. So it might be that you want to go there and just be a voyeur. And then you have the physical side afterwards. But you're relating this purely to a male perspective where you have to have the physical gratification at the end. Mm. You don't always have to have the physical gratification at the end. Half the journey is, you know, or the enjoyment is getting to that point. And you know what? And you can go there and you can have a great time. I went to a party recently, one of these fetish parties, um, again, Torch Garden. It was a little early on this year. I went with two of my girlfriends, so left the boy at home. And it was just the three of us that went out. None of us did anything sexual. We didn't. Do you know what? We went there and we raved in our underwear literally and we had the best time we chatted with people we danced with people we had a great time we did shots at the bar we appreciated people and we just danced and we had a fantastic time again there you know what i go back to saying at the beginning is whatever you make it and that's exactly what it is so sometimes you just want to go and party other times at these places you just want to go and fuck as many people as you possibly can because you need to or you want to and other times you might enjoy watching your partner do something else there are so many facets to it that make it you know just so exciting and so diverse no one wants to be bored all right <laughs> no one wants to be bored and so you get creative do you see yourself going to these things forever? <laughs> I suppose I already know the answer to that question. Just <laughs> Come on. Hmm? Yeah. Hmm. As long as I, I can. Um, I mean, it gets to a point where you just, you know, naturally that peters off. But, yeah. Has Have you ever had friction either with your current partner or with previous partners because of this lifestyle either where a guy was nervous or insecure or maybe you yes. were nervous or insecure back in the day okay so i actually this problem has inhibited me quite a lot when dating good words inhibited it has it's inhibited me quite a lot when dating because when i've been dating different men uh, I've either told them from the like, from the get-go, look, this is me, this is what I like, I like threesomes, foursomes, I like going to parties, da-da-da-da-da. All they see is, okay, when are you going to give me a threesome? Sorry, give you what for, for, for you? No, this works as a mutual thing and a respectful thing for everybody involved. And you are a typical fuck off bloke that only cares about you getting your dick wet and not the people that are actually involved because you want to be going to brag to your friends. Oh yeah, I met this girl. She gave me a threesome. The whole wording of it is totally fucking off. And actually, this has worked 
not in my favour in many cases because many men have then not looked at me seriously at all and just thought, oh, she's just a good time girl and that's all she is. I could never settle down with that type of person and then think it's okay to go and cheat on their girlfriend. Sorry, who's the, who's the hypocrite here? So it, this lifestyle hasn't always worked well in my favour. Now, with my current partner, this there, there have been frictions, but we have a really, really good communication. So we have been able to get over whatever problems that we've had so far. So, uh, for example... Uh, when I first took him to a party, I probably didn't look after him the way that he should have been looked after. And I sort of just sort of left him to sort of sink or swim and get on with it. Um, and he didn't really know what to do with himself. And I just sort of left him like a rabbit in headlights. Um, that wasn't the right way to go about it because he needed a little bit more support from me. And he actually needed a lot more attention from me while I was too busy swinging from the chandeliers with my knickers on my head you know saying ye hard you know what I mean um so that has been an issue um where he felt that I didn't give him enough attention I also think that he had a preconception of how it was going to be and when it didn't live up to those standards on the first couple of parties and whichever way he thought it was going to go he got very upset now I think in one party he thought it might have been a wild orgy where he could have fucked all the girls around me but that didn't happen because they are human beings too and they have emotions and opinions and if they say no it means no he understands that there's other parties where men have come and approached me and I've given them the time of day and had a chat and then but he thought that I was ignoring him um, and so he's walked off and then of course I have to then go chasing him because and the big thing is is that I wasn't making him feel special enough in a situation where he was very insecure over because not insecure in himself but in a situation he just didn't know what to do I appreciate how I could have done that better and there have also been other frictions okay this is a good one right talk to me so different couples who swing have different rules right and one rule might be that they're not allowed to kiss another person on the mouth that isn't their own partner that might be one rule Mm. there might be another rule that was a case of we only swing when we're doing it together in the same room that might be one thing or there might be another one where they can do things separately okay now the separate side of, of our relationship and sleeping with other people without each other is something we have recently started doing so him as a male he doesn't want to know beforehand what I'm getting up to he wants me to go and do it and come back and tell him afterwards. Is that for his own excitement or just More so he can know? He just doesn't want to know because mm. he says, if I was to know that you were going off and doing something, I'm going to basically obsess about it all day and I'm going to have the good emotions, I'm going to have the bad emotions and ultimately I'm not sure I'm quite ready, especially at this stage in our relationship where it is quite early and we are just experimenting, he can't handle that the prior knowledge okay so he wants me to go off and do it and then come back and tell him later which i have done and the way that i've done it i've come back and i've then started something with him sexually or i might have given a few hints and then when we're full blown in the heat of passion i tell him what an absolutely naughty filthy girl that i've been and then we have the reclaimed sex and he gets really turned on by the stories i tell him what i did and how i did it or what he did and da, 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 all of that and that is part of our sex life me on the other hand i have to know beforehand i want to know i'd want to know beforehand yeah, yeah i think most people would and then mm. most girls would do so it's a case of okay so how did you meet this person <laughs> How did you meet this person? Okay, what's the conversation been like? Have you been exchanging pictures? And I want to see the pictures too, because I want to know where the build-up has been. Um, If he is meeting her, for example, (coughs) whether that be for a drink or something, like I want to know, rather than him lying about what he's doing, hiding his phone messages, um, and then going off where I don't know where he is, fucking someone, then coming back, oh, yeah, I just fucked someone. No, that is deceit. 
as far as I'm concerned, why couldn't you tell me? So we operate, and we've discovered now that we operate in two very different ways. Well, the main friction has come from where he tried to carry out a situation in the way that he wanted it. So he arranged to meet up with someone and was messaging someone and creating a rapport with someone with intent behind, essentially behind my back. And then he was trying to meet her. But the thing is, I knew, I know that guy so well. I knew he was up to something. I called him out on it immediately, but he lied to my face about it. We've since overcome this and the friction between us came from that point because I'd made it very clear to him as to how I wanted this experiment to go and he didn't listen. He only he only thought about his feelings and what he wanted to, uh, you know, how he wanted to do it and how he would want to know rather than listening to what I, I strictly said. So we had a friction from that, but we talked about it We and we were over it and we now know very categorically how things are going to go forward and, and and we can work with that and now we can get excited over if something like that happens the two of us together so yeah there has been there has been friction but when it comes to you and a partner as long as you have good honesty good respect and amazing communication I don't think there's nothing that you can get through because the other thing as well is when you're doing it with a partner which again is very new to me because I'm so used to being so independent when I go to these parties and not having to worry about anyone else but then all of a sudden you have to consider somebody else's feelings so you really do have to work out what works for you what doesn't so for example uh not that this would happen anyway, because when you're sleeping with other people, it's always protected. Really, really push for safe sex. But he specifically will not allow anyone else to come inside me ever. And I don't really want that anyway, so we're in agreement, so that's not going to happen. Um, and it's just a case of seeing what works for you as a partner. And then you can say, you might, he, we might have a threesome with another guy and me, uh, or we might have some other girls, or I might do something, or he might do something, and we say, you know what, I didn't like that, it didn't actually do anything for me. Okay, babe, no problem, we won't do that next time. Mm. But it's a case of being open-minded enough to try this DP, right? That's my ultimate fantasy. I would love to be DP'd. However, that takes a lot of lot of effort, and something that I'm not... Is DP like two in the same hole? Nope. So why has that not happened to you? That seems like I'm not very good at anal. I've got to be honest. I do I do try, and I'm just not that great at it. I need more work. So that's why that fantasy hasn't happened. I love the idea of it, and I would sounds like something you could train yourself up to. You could. I also would help if you had a man with a small penis. I don't have one of those. No? I'm sure you can find a few at Torture Garden. <laughs> <laughs> There's got to be a few. I remember when I was at Torture Garden once, um, there was this guy, and yeah. he was naked. Well, yeah, more or less naked. And he was wearing, like, a nappy or something like right. that. Right. But he was, like, either wearing a nappy or a really small pair of boxer shorts, and he kind of had his willy just hanging out. How good it, for him. It was very small. <laughs> very small. But he, I felt kind of happy for him now because he was, like, walking along. With his out of shape body and his very small willing. Full of confidence, time. having a lovely yeah. time. Because no one's looking at him. Exactly. Yeah. You know? I see that. So what would yeah. you say then to people who are thinking about dipping their toes into this world? Like, why, have, any... why haven't you done it already? Well, I mean, okay, let's say there's someone who's nervous, maybe they've got like religious like background or something like that. Or... Yeah. They've had an inkling but they've never really had like the courage to dive in or they haven't even known where to start let's say they've never even considered it but they're they're hearing you talk right now and they go ooh this actually sounds fascinating okay then get on to do your research go on to the websites the Facebook pages look at the photos look at the pictures look at when an event is going to be on what websites what Facebook pages okay so Torture Garden they have a Facebook page Torture Garden Events that's their Facebook page they also have a website torturegarden.com I believe I mean you've got sex parties killingkittens.com for example that's a great one that's a real women led women empowered that's a great one to go to Um, and it's cheaper if you're a single girl if you're going with with a guy in couples it's quite expensive <laughs> so, uh, How much are they? Uh, it depends on the party, but you're looking at about 160-ish for a couple, about 25 to 35 pounds for a single girl. Yeah. Jesus. I know, right? And that's that's just one. I mean, how much did you pay to go to your party? 
maybe 150 I can't really remember. There you go, it's mm. the same price. So, yeah, I mean, go onto those websites, do your research. I mean, even Google best sex parties in the UK. You, you have loads that come up, girls only, single men only. Um, yeah, there's a variety that you can go and get your teeth stuck into and, and do your research. Because bear in mind, sex parties and fetish parties are two very different things. They are two very different things. The fetish is all about the show. It's about the expression, whereas a sex party is there for you to meet people and actually get down and dirty. So make sure you look at what they are. But they do have a crossover because, again, if you're in that expression and you're looking sexy and you're, you know, you're living out some fantasies, then there will be sex involved. Not always, but there will be. And that's where it leads you on to the sex party. So they are two very different things, but they do overlap. So make sure you know which one you're getting yourself into first. So do your research... If you're going to a fetish party, plan your outfit. And I guarantee more people go to these parties than you realise, right? It is really true. Uh, my friend, she was uh, at work the other day with some of her colleagues and somebody commented on saying, oh, have you heard of Torture Garden? I'm really curious. And she's like, honey, I've been going for the last 12 years. Of course I know about Torture Garden. So more people go than you would realise and it is, it is gaining popularity. So, and there are a number of different ones creeping up. You know, in Europe, they are fucking mental in Europe. I haven't been to one yet. It is on the guest, you know, on the to-do list, I should say, not the guest list. Although, if anybody is listening and <laughs> does parties, wants to put me on the guest list, do feel free. Mm. <laughs> uh, my name is Harriet. And, yeah, so do your research, plan an outfit. Uh, and I've got another mate that wanted to go to one of these parties. He went to his first party completely by himself and met his wife. They've now got a child. Wow. I mean, Actually, that brings me to a question. Yes. Um, what was my question? My question was, is this something that the people who know you all know about? So, I know you said you've got a circle of friends and you guys are all in it together. But besides that, is this like a secret from your general social circle, friends, family, etc.? Not everybody would know. Um, my brother knows. My family do not know. Um, my parents would not be happy if they did because, unfortunately, they would be the judgmental kind. Mm. Um, so, it is something that I do keep secret, which is part of the reason why you've not actually got me on video um, and there's, there's certain friends that you just don't discuss this with because unfortunately there are people in your circle that judge people are judgmental bastards right and you just need, you need to know your audience know your audience there's certain things you just do not discuss um, so yeah this is not an everyday conversation but there are some people that you know that you can talk to about it you just know so and in actual fact I mentioned it to you and lo and behold here we are here we are and right. you've been to the ones yourself so once or twice once or twice yeah <laughs> gonna go again yeah why not when are you gonna go you know what I actually have no idea I haven't been to one for a long time which part are you gonna go to you know what torture garden does sound like a lot of fun Okay. Because, yeah, it's like a good... What are you going to wear? Well, you see, that is the question. And that is actually a large part of why I haven't been for so long. Because I'm kind of lazy when it comes to clothes. I'm not the kind of guy who would be like, oh, okay, now let's go shopping and let's spend hours upon hours uh, looking boring. for the... Boring! I'm boring. Yeah. This is me. And then, like, torture card. Jesus Christ. Like, because like when you go, you have to wear a proper outfit. If you're Amazon has some fantastic outfits. You know, I'd go. I'd go as like a superhero. That's what I like. I'd wear like a really good Batman outfit, like a good one. You know what I mean? Not like an Adam West 1960s Batman outfit. Right. I mean like a 2011, 2012, like the Dark Knight Batman. Oh. Exactly. Like a proper one. Not like a shitty one like of cloth and oh. linen. I mean like... Like you know, a latex piece. Yeah, with like the abs kind of sculpted into oh. it and stuff. Yeah, there you go. Okay. There you go. All right. I'd probably wear something like that. Okay. Well, if you can find that... Congratulations. <laughs> um, in that case, I'll be looking out for a Batman-esque. A black Batman. Basically, yeah. Black man. <laughs> Just look out for black I'll man. stop. <laughs> I know, instead of a bat, I'll have a bee. You have a bee. Or, yeah, you or know, a he's penis. got like a bat in the middle of it. Maybe, maybe a penis on your, on your chest. Maybe that. Ooh, we're getting racial now. Racially stereotypical. Okay, sweet. I could do that. Why is that racially stereotypical? Because black men are meant to have exceptionally large penises, you know? That's not true. 
Aina. <laughs> <laughs> I've been very sorely disappointed I, I, I in the know. past. You know, I didn't even realise that was a thing until I went to uni. I oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to uni and I was living in halls with a group of people and they were like, oh, Kieran, you're black, you've got a big dick, right? I was like, why would I specifically have one? They're like, yeah, you're black, you've all got them. I was like, oh, okay. No, mm. no, it's not true. They come in all shapes and sizes, colours. And one thing, every man, even the men who are listening to this, has measured his own dick at some point. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. you reach an age... For me, it was the age of 14. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you find out that size matters, right? Yeah, You find out that the size of your penis is actually important to women. Yeah. And that if you're under a certain length, then you're not big enough. And if you're over a certain length, then, okay, now you're Ah, but you're you're not taking into into account girth or hardness. You're, yeah, there's there's so many other factors involved. Granted, but my point is, a man reaches a certain age, you realise that stuff matters, and then you give it a mild stretch. Right. Yeah, to get yourself to full power. Right, okay. And then you also grab the ruler. Right, It helps okay. if you're in school at the time, you actually have rulers lying around. In school? Okay. Not in school, but like you actively go to school. Fine. Like today, I wouldn't have a ruler lying about. I would ha- actually... Just for special occasions. <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't even get that. But this is your sick, twisted, swinger humour, I guess. Maybe. Uh, you never use a ruler to, you know... I just use my hands. Fair enough. Mm. Unless you're carrying out a role play. Mm. Do you do that a lot? Not nearly enough. Mm. Not nearly enough. So uh, that's something that actually is the next next on the list to start creating things. Uh, we did actually uh, pretend we were going out to meet a friend for dinner and I stood next to him at the bus stop and just started having a chat like I didn't know this person at all and we were together the whole way on, on the bus and on the train and walking towards meeting our friend pretending like we did not know each other that was that was a giggle I'd like to have seen how that would have developed but you know as we're sitting down for dinner with our mate he sort of had to had to stop but that will be the next on the list yeah role play Maybe something for another conversation. I think so. Thank you for your time. You're very welcome. And uh, thank you for listening, viewer. Hopefully, this has maybe given you something to consider. And at the very least, given you a very interesting 54 minutes of your time. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, it's been a while. Shit. Exactly. I hope they're not bored. (laughs) They're definitely not bored. (laughs) There isn't a single person who's gotten this far who's bored, I guarantee you. Okay. They might be offended. They might be disgusted. Well, right? they, they might be somewhat aroused. They might be curious. They might be laughing. But no one is bored. Guaranteed. Okay, well, good to know. Mm. Anyway, ta ta. Good talk, good talk. <laughs> ta ta for now. Yo, 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 this is Kieran. And if you feel inspired by everything you just heard, but not quite where you want to be with women, I can help. What you need to do is go to calendly.com forward slash Kieran Callum to book in a free breakthrough session with me. We will speak about where you are right now, what you're dealing with, what you're struggling with and how to get you from where you are to where you want to be. Calendly.com forward slash C-I-A-R-A-N-C-A-L-L-A-M. Take it easy. Goodbye, listeners. (laughs) Thank you.